Glory, hallelujah. Welcome everybody to the Angelic Revelation program. This is your host, the Angelic Commander. I believe we are on episode 19. And yes, still on the season of life. Every day, I rely upon the Holy Spirit to guide me on what should come. Sometimes I just wake up and sit as I'm looking after the kids and it would just give me a scripture. Or just speak a word. So today here we are. Still in our theme book. The book of John. Today we are going to be looking at. John 11 verse 11. Oh shakala mama shute Father I pray. At this time, open our eyes, open our ears to receive what you have for us today. In Jesus' name. John 11 verse 11. These things he said. And after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go, that I may may awake him out of sleep. Oh my God. Jesus. Then said his disciple, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Today we are here to focus on a very important matter. You see, we have come a long way. We have come a long way. But we have come to realize that there are people who are asleep. They confess Jesus. And after having confessed him, they think that it is all done. It is finished. They are in a state of sleep. They say we are seated. You rest in him. You do nothing. I've heard this over and over. But we are looking here at a man who had believed in Jesus. And the Bible is at liberty to tell us that Jesus loved him just as he loves you. 
and you as a friend. Your friend whom you love. And there are some people whom Jesus loves. They are sleeping. At first they said he is sick. Jesus said this sickness is not unto death. But here we are now, Lazarus is sleeping. And Jesus says, I go that we might wake him up. And look, there are some people, the disciples, that said if he sleep, he shall do well. Not he shall be well, he shall do well. Today we look, this is the reason why there is no power. People look like they are alive, but they are asleep. And in their sleep, there's somebody commanding that in that sleep, you shall do well. There is nothing that you ought to do. It is done. It is finished. We are in the finished work. Oh, amazing thing, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? That would have been awesome. But what you don't understand is that the day you confessed him, you entered into a battle. You entered, you signed up for war. And there is no rest in a war. <laughs> no, my brother, there is no rest in a war. And some enter the war to fight in ignorance. But we are here to address that. We are here to address that. Today, our form of sleeping is without knowledge. Is without knowledge. You see, when Jesus arrived there, he says, I am the resurrection. People, uh, Mary, Martha, they were thinking that on the last day, you will resurrect. And Jesus says, I am the resurrection. I am, to, I am here to resurrect everyone who is asleep, everyone who is dead. I am here to resurrect that person. As long as they can still hear me when I call them out of the grave. They will come out of ignorance. The book of Proverbs tells us something. I'm just going to start there. Book of Proverbs 19, verse 2. It tells us something. Also, that the soul be without knowledge, it is not good. And he that hasteth with his feet 
Sineth. For a soul to be without knowledge is not good. For a soul to be without knowledge is not good. This is a state of ignorance, the state of sleeping. You have confessed him like I said. When you confessed him, you are in him. But there needs a role to be played by you for him to be in you. <laughs> oh my God. Mm. You see, a soul, a soul is a place where it is more like a throne for knowledge to sit on. And when knowledge is not sitting on the throne, then ignorance is reigning over the soul. A soul ought to be reigned over by knowledge. You see, this might be the Old Testament. But when we come to the New Testament, knowledge of God is Jesus. Knowledge of God is Jesus. And I remember a scripture in 1 Timothy, verse 2. I mean, 1 Timothy 2, verse 4. It says something. And, you know, being saved, you might think being saved is to be born again. Being saved is a whole different thing. To be saved is to be saved. You are saved from the world. You are taken out of the world and you have entered into Jesus. But yet while you are there, you can still be eliminated out. After being saved, you can still be eliminated out. Find that you have not yet escaped the great day of the Lord. Let me show you. Who will have all men to be saved? Mm. To come unto the knowledge of the truth. To come unto the knowledge of the truth. The knowledge. You see here, it, the soul without knowledge it is not good. Meaning that a man can be saved and not come to the knowledge you can be saved there are so many people who are saved but not coming to the knowledge they are saved but ignorance is still resting upon them they are saved and ignorance still thrives upon them 
But it is not good just to be saved. It is good to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Come. To come to a place. You are looking for that place. Hmm. And if knowledge was so easy to acquire, then there will be no need for you to go to that specific place. But after you are saved, you need to transport yourself to another place called knowledge. My God. <laughs> you see, the truth can only be spoken when you are in that place. When you have the knowledge of the truth, or when you have went to that place called knowledge of the truth, then you will be able to speak knowledge from that truth and of that truth. They say there's no perfect man. Mm. But the Lord says, be perfect as your father. You know, the one that is likened there, you are likened to. You cannot say it is not that perfection that is talking about because your father is perfect. So you ought to be perfect like your father. So when you come to the knowledge of truth, truth begins to be revealed to you. Meaning after you are saved, you need to endure a certain journey when you are going to another place from truth to another journey. You know, the Bible says, those who endure shall be saved. And it's, it's, it's so amazing. But I'm just trying to show you something. I'm just trying to show you something. I'm just trying to show you something. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10, 26. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. But certain fearfully looking, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation will devour the adversaries. Hmm. Oh, 
You see, but I want to highlight something here. You receive the knowledge. You don't believe the knowledge. You receive the knowledge. You don't believe the knowledge. You see, anything that you come to believe can be contended by something else and you can tend to enter in un uh, unbelief. Doubt can enter you because you are holding on to something that you have believed. But if you receive the knowledge, you become one with that knowledge, meaning that no one can now come and deceive you and contend because what you receive is joined to you and you are joined to it. You speak from that basis of oneness with that knowledge. But if you have believed, you are not one with that thing. You can lose what you believe. That's why when we were growing up, we believed that, uh, you know, power or eternal life was to be given after death. That's what we believe. But look today. We have come to the knowledge and we have received the knowledge. But at first we believed the knowledge. But now we have received the knowledge and we have thrown away that which we used to believe. And we are holding on to that which we have received. Which is, he came so that whoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You receive Jesus. So, his knowledge. And if you continue to sin, while having received, mm, there remaineth no more sacrifice for those sins. It's, it's your word. Because you know the truth, but you choose to do that which you don't want to do. Paul contended. He contended so much. To come to a place where he stands upon that which he believes. And he needed to empty himself so that he can become one, receiving that which he once believed he needed to receive in order to be one with that which he once believed. Just like you believe in Jesus, you need to receive him in order to be one with him. It is so amazing. Oh, I like saying it is so amazing. You can believe in a man today here. Yeah. 
a man that you can see, a man of God. And tomorrow, you can wake up no longer believing in that man. You see, circumstances can shift you from what you believe. Give you doubt. But a man whose mind is single Mm. That man has received knowledge. He has received knowledge. He has received knowledge. You see, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, you can't change that person. You can't make him to doubt. No, you cannot make him to doubt. You can do whatever you do. That man will remain standing. You can say whatever you want to say. That man will remain standing. And you see, now it comes to Peter. What made Peter to be walking like that? As we said in the previous. What made Peter to be in that level? Is because he received the knowledge. And in receiving the knowledge, he walked in that knowledge. Because that knowledge, him and that knowledge, they were one. There was no need for him to go and try other things. This is the awakening. You see... Jesus was angry at the Pharisee because they shut up the doors of heaven, but they don't enter. There are people in the name of it is finished, it is done, who are shutting up the doors for you and cause you to sleep. And when you sleep, they celebrate you. Now we are a generation without power. This is the awakening. Awake out of Christ. I like telling people that when you are seeking for a place, rather let's say, as the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God. You know, when you find that place, you don't celebrate because you have found it. You can have joy, yes. But a kingdom is a very big place. And it is not good for you to know the kingdom from the outside or to just enter inside and sit at the gate. Do you know that in the kingdom there is still a search that needs to be done? People will tell you, oh, you found the kingdom. There's no more searching. The Bible tells us that Christ is a heavenly places. Is a heavenly places. It's not a heavenly place, a heavenly places. In him there are places, places, places. Meaning that you need to search around and move around into enchanted grounds inside of Jesus. Awake. 
Don't sit at the entrance. Don't sit at the door. Don't enter and sit inside even at the door. You need to enter inside and search that place. Seek that knowledge. Knowledge is not one. Knowledge has levels. <laughs> oh, that's why you look into your Bible. Because that's the only place you can look into. You will see that there were others who were demonstrating power more than others. But if it's in terms of believing, we can say they all believed in the same Jesus. But how they talk about him was different. And how they operated. It seemed like others were given much and others were given little. But it is not so, my brother, my sister, it is not so. It is because there were others who were operating in the fullness of Jesus. And there were others who were operating on the basis of his name. And even after you have received him, you still need conversations. And in those conversations, that conversation is wisdom. That conversation needs understanding, you know. When you enter into a place and you understand nothing, you need to understand that you have not attained wisdom. You know, one day I said, knowledge without wisdom is very dangerous. You come to the knowledge of Jesus. And when you come to the knowledge of Jesus, there is someone who ought to give you understanding. And that person, when he comes and sits on you, he is wisdom. He is wisdom. He is wisdom. He is wisdom. Knowledge coupled with understanding is wisdom. Many speak things without understanding. They lack wisdom. This is the awakening. I go that I might wake Lazarus up. Lazarus was sleeping. Lazarus was sleeping. Lazarus believed yet he died. And Jesus was going there to wake him up, call him out. Wake up, I have come to wake you up. I have come, I'm calling you out. Wake up, come to the knowledge. You are saved, Lazarus, but you need knowledge. Lazarus, you are saved, but you need knowledge. You need to know that when you are saved, you must come to knowledge. You must come to know that I am the resurrection. You must come to know that I am the life. You must come to know that in me there is no death. If you say you are in me, there is no death. In me there is fruitfulness.
I am the waters of life. I am the waters of life. Wake up. If you sleep, you can never drink. <laughs> there is a saying that a lion sleeps with its belly. You know, we usually say that when we are eating and someone is not around, and they say, aren't you leaving something for whosoever? We say, ah, a lion goes away with his belly. So why should you count him? <laughs> when you sleep, you sleep with your belly. When you sleep, you sleep with that mouth. When you sleep, your ears are closed. Knowledge cannot enter you. You cannot eat of life. You cannot drink of life. You walk around talking as if you have that life, but you don't have that life. So today, I come just like the Lord went to wake up Lazarus. And I come today, you are that Lazarus. I say wake up. Seek knowledge. Come to knowledge. Seek knowledge. You have found the kingdom. And in that kingdom, there's knowledge. Come to have knowledge of that kingdom. Come to have knowledge of that kingdom. Come to have knowledge of that kingdom. Not the corners. Not the hidden doors. You know, it's so amazing. Some few days, I saw someone saying, there's no more mysteries. <laughs> you know, such things you say when you don't know the Lord. When you don't know Jesus and you think you know him, you will come with your funny revelations. Mysteries are there. There are some things that you can't tell people. There are some things some of us have seen we can't tell people. But a man who is blind in the spirit can come and tell you there are more, no more mysteries. Jesus has never visited you. You can come and tell us there are no more mysteries. You see, I love people. They make me laugh. You see, when he appears, they're thinking the appearing is at the appearing of rapture, we shall be like him. But when he appears, do you know that when you have received him, he has appeared? And he promised that I will appear to whomever I wish, whomever I desire, I will appear. Speaking here, he has appeared. People have said a lot of times, you know, the Lord visited me. And I desired, you know, if I had slept at the door and I said, I have received him, I shall be like him when he appears. We know not what we shall be, but when he appears, we shall be like, if I had sat down and said that, my God, I'll be in trouble. I look at John. John saw the Lord. He saw the Lord. Saul, who is now Paul, 
heard the Lord. And you look at how we live this life. Look at you, who say you heaven. You compare his life. You compare his living. You compare his doctrine. You have twisted his doctrine. And I now come to say our example is Jesus. Oh, philosophy will come with everything. This is Old Testament, New Testament. The word of Jesus does not pass away. And you can come and say those were. The word does not pass away. That's why even the Old Testament is still relevant unto this day. Because his word does not pass away. Where the Lord has spoken, you cannot eliminate that word. No. Brethren, awake. This is a call to awake. This is a call to awake. This is a call to awake from that sleep. Awake, oh you sleeper. Awake, oh you sleeper. Awake, oh you sleeper. Oh my God. Shanto Kronomande de Sutalaria. Oh. Ephesians 5:14 says awake o you sleeper rise up from the dead and Christ will give you light <laughs> Oh my god It is amazing I shall be my, my thing. It is amazing. Awake, oh you sleeper. Rise up from the dead. Jesus will shine on you. Jesus will give you light. Light has come. What is the light for? so that you can see where you are going. Today there are answers we can't answer because we have not yet searched out the entire kingdom. Be familiar with the kingdom. You know, you, when you enter your house, you know your entire house, you know every corner. You can even direct a person while you are not inside the house. You can have the picture of that house. So, it is so with the kingdom. You search it out. You seek that kingdom. You enter that kingdom. You look around in that kingdom. Get to know every place of that kingdom and upon knowing every place of that kingdom seek understanding when you see things sitting like this seek understanding the lord said come let us reason together reasoning is a way of seeking understanding you are in that kingdom you begin to seek 
understanding. And when you come out with understanding, wisdom has come. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, you need to receive knowledge. This is another level of things. When he speaks, he speaks life. You don't believe that life, you receive that life. You see, when you believe life, <laughs> uh, I don't know how to make you understand this. But if I am speaking life to you now, my desire is not for you to believe what I'm saying, but to receive what I'm saying. Jesus desired you to receive his sayings. Because if you receive his sayings, then you will live by his sayings. If you believe, it's another story. Anything you believe can be contended by doubt. Anything you receive, doubt can never contend that thing. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord watch over you. I understand that the Bible has spoken about believing so much that we end up ending there in believing. But we are a people of receiving. You cannot believe something and become one with it. You need to receive that something and become one with it. Be in the same place with it. Make it yours. Make it your own. Believe it. Hold it. That which we have held. That which we have behold. That which we have handled with our hands. That which we have seen with our own eyes. They have seen him. They received him. They held him. And they received that life. They believed before. But from believing, they moved to receiving him. And by reason of receiving him, my God, they entered into obedience. And the Holy Spirit was ready to rest upon them. And life, life. You see, they laid a foundation for us. We ought to be doing more than what they did. Oh my God. I don't know. This could be the last words of this episode. This could be the last episode. It could be. And if it is, brethren, come to that place of knowledge. Just like I saw the Lord, you can see him. And I'm not talking about through scriptures. 
I'm talking about him appearing, him fulfilling what he has spoken, that I shall appear to whomever I desire. Behold is knocking. Don't sleep at the door. Open that door. And he wants to come in and dine with you. And seeking is asking. <laughs> when you see him, don't be satisfied. Ask him some answers. That is seeking, brethren. I love you so much. My desire is that we come to a place of knowledge. Receive him. Receive that knowledge. Receive his knowledge. The knowledge of the Father. That is Jesus. God bless you. In Jesus' name.